Get ready. You're tuned in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea, bringing you the hottest trending topics on social media. Stay connected. Instagram.com slash Lovely Tea 2002. Hey, you guys. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. Welcome to another episode of Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely Tea. So it's been a lot of stuff going on. We are finally moved out the house. I sold everything, signed the paperwork today. So I feel so much better. Stress is off. Um, I found a place to stay for the next, you know, few weeks. So child, honey, it's, you know, it's been a long few days. But I was able to reset up my equipment. So here I am blessing y'all with another podcast. And I got to talk about all this mess that's going on, honey, with Queen Bee, Trick Daddy, and the damn beehive. Now, if you were a real true beehive member, you guys know where those memes came from. The remix God had did that whole situation with, with the On The Run 2 tour, which was a fabulous tour. I got a chance to go see Beyonce and Jay-Z live in Minneapolis. It was lit. I think the whole damn city came out. So if y'all do not know, Trick Daddy Dollars, or some people call him Trick Daddy No Dollars, honey, I don't know. But um, he was on Clubhouse. Once again, you know, Clubhouse claims that you can't record anything, but yet and still, audio keeps leaking from Clubhouse. So Trick Daddy thought he was in a safe space to sit there and talk shit about Queen B, honey, and basically said that she couldn't sing. He threw a lot of salt at Jay-Z. I, I really felt like he has a lot of issues with Jay-Z that he's been wanting to get off his chest for years, honey. And he just decided to do this all via Clubhouse. So basically, Trick Daddy was on there going off, was saying that basically uh, Beyonce can barely sing. He says Jay-Z will never, ever, ever, ever be the greatest rapper alive. And basically, he lucked up because Biggie Smalls died. And that's how he was able to, you know what I'm saying, look up and become Jay-Z. So let me go ahead and play you guys that clip. Y'all go ahead and check this out. Beyonce <laughs> fucking with her because she see money. Beyonce ain't trying to give back the music and that. Beyonce don't write music and Betty can sing her motherfuckers. So Beyonce can't sing. I don't like Beyonce. Okay. She definitely can't I don't sing. know why they be thinking she can sing. They just man, I watched my god mama train Beyonce give her vocal lessons all her career, man. Beyonce, Beyonce can't go. All she do is holler. Listen, Beyonce, Beyonce, Beyonce she can sing, but she not roll like that. I don't I'm gonna say I'm my unpopular opinion right now. Beyonce is to R and B what Jay Z is to New York. That's why they together. Jay Z ain't never won the the greatest rapper alive. Whoever whoever put him on a, a level there. New York lost yeah. big. They needed a hero. They wanted to be the mega of, of, of hip hop. And they just handed it over to Jay Z. Direct I mean, oh, and all that. Oh, Jay Z is my favorite. Man, DMX was doing 10, 15 million. Oh, yeah, album, man. Most definitely, because it definitely wasn't no damn Jay Z. 
But don't don't yeah, keep remember Jay like Z changed his name three, four times. So yeah, yeah. The first time y'all ever heard of Jay Z, he got on a record with some nigga from down south called Big Pippin. Yeah, yeah. No, I heard him on the hard read. Yeah. And y'all, they, they'll tell y'all right now, oh, that's Jay Z's song. And you'll go Google and they'll say, yeah, it's Jay Z's song. Right? But they ain't going to tell you Jay Z bought the motherfucking song after the bitch got beat. Mm. That's UGK song, man. Yep, and, and, and. Uh, that ain't, ain't nothing about that record. It's no East Coast New York record. Nothing, nothing about that. Nothing. And what? And then, and then at that time, what East Coast nigga came and got a nigga yeah. from the South to do a record with him, man? Right. But we got a right. room for that at least. That's for a little bit. That's kind of hard. That's hard though. Yeah, I mean, all right, so y'all just heard all that salt, honey, that Trick Daddy was throwing at Jay-Z and, you know, Queen Beyonce. And so, of course, the Beehive was not here for it. Y'all know the Beehive is crazy as hell. You know your fan base is fucked up when Beyonce had to come out with a PSA. If y'all don't remember, a few years back, I believe this was 2016, Beyonce came out and told them to stop bullying people. And the Beehive literally told Queen Beyonce to mind her business that we're going to still protect you regardless if you like it or not. And they've done that. They have done this. And I think it's not so much protection, but, you know, borderline crazy. If you guys remember back in 2019, um, the owner of the Warriors, okay, the Golden State Warriors, Joe LaCobb, basically his wife was talking to Jay-Z and, you know, Beyonce was in the middle and Beyonce looked somewhat uncomfortable. Okay. So the beehive wasn't feeling it. And at the time, nobody knew that that was the warrior's owner's wife. They thought it was just some groupie because they looked at her boots and they were like, okay, shiny boots, thigh highs equals slut. Okay. Equals whore that's trying to get with King Jay-Z and disrespect the queen. So the beehive attacked her. They attacked Golden State, uh, their Twitter page. They went on a rampage. And so one of her friends ended up posting a post and a lot of people were really mad at the beehive. And the lady, her name was Ramona Shelbourne. And Ramona says, just spoke to Nicole Curran, that was the woman, the wife of the Warriors owner, Joe LaCobb, about the incident with Beyonce last night. She was in tears. She says she's been getting death threats on social media all night. This morning, she had to disable her IG account just to make it stop. So a lot of people are really upset, like y'all took it too far. This is insane. This makes no sense. Um, they're like, you know, she did nothing wrong and you guys are just attacking her because Beyonce's face, because Beyonce didn't look happy. Beyonce never came on to attack this woman, never said this woman was trying to creep with Jay-Z. Just because her face was not a happy face, folks attacked her, right? So we all know the Beehive has issues. So of course, I don't know what Trick Daddy was thinking. They're going to attack this millionaire's wife. You think they're not gonna come for you, Trick Daddy dollars, child? So they went to Trick Daddy's Yelp page and left all types of horrible reviews. I mean, it was ridiculous. I did not agree with that. His rating dropped from like a four to a two point six on Google after they flooded him. They were writing things like disgusting food. Seriously, though, the service was so bad. The food was so subpar. Definitely do not recommend this restaurant. They can't even sing. And then they put the little beehive emoji to let Trick Daddy know that this, that this is coming from the beehive. Somebody else wrote, the food was appalling. I've never in my life tasted such filth. The lemonade, on the other hand, was quite divine. So they had jokes, but they tore this man's Yelp page down. 
which I don't think is okay because at the end of the day, this, this is his business outside of music, you know, and to tear down, you know, his livelihood. I think that's taking it a bit too far, but a lot of these fandoms, they do stuff like this. It's crazy. So then Trick Daddy ended up doubling down on it and he went to explain and basically said like, hey, this is my opinion. I don't care. I don't think Beyonce can sing like a Mariah Carey or a Whitney Houston. And then he also went on to give Chris Brown props and say that he was the closest thing to Michael Jackson. <laughs> okay, y'all go ahead and listen to this real quick. Beyonce, the number one performer I've ever seen besides of Michael Jackson, Chris Brown. Can she sing? Yeah, she can't sing. She ain't in my top. Beyonce ain't Stephanie Mills. She ain't Patti LaBelle. She ain't Whitney Houston, Mariah Carey. She might be your Whitney Houston. That's my opinion. I told my homeboys, oh, Chris Brown is on the level of Michael Jackson. They like, you crazy, you disrespecting the king. I'm telling you something I feel and I'm telling you something that Michael Jackson told Chris Brown himself. Mike was a fan of Chris Brown. That's huge. Keep up the work, Breezy. A lot of people don't like Drake. Do I think Drake is my favorite rapper in the world? No, everybody know my favorite. So you guys just heard him doubling down. So then after that, they kept hitting up his page. They kept attacking him. Then he ran to Mark Lamont Hill's page. Um, he did a quick interview with Mark, with Mark Lamont Hill. And this is what he had to say on that interview with Mark. Check this out say to the beehive because i see the beehive out there i see your instagram is in shambles every post you done made is filled with with pictures of bees and comments of people talking about you what is what uh, is your beehive, message finally to the beehive? beehive i wish y'all would support me as much i saw that i saw a lot of records never got nominated for no awards i ain't crying about it but um as far as the beehive good support man good 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 y'all doing but i grew up with roaches i'm more i'm, I'm more afraid of roaches than bees so then after that, Trina came out. Now, this was so funny because Trina came flying out with the cape to show Beyonce love because she didn't want to be attached to Trick Daddy's foolishness. And she posted this video and she says, all day, every day, the queen. Then she put a crown and a little bee emoji. Um, I mean, that's cool. But Trina really didn't even have to speak on the situation because it had nothing to do with her. I wouldn't even give props because I don't think Beyonce has ever given Trina props, nor have, ever, nor have I ever seen Beyonce and even a picture with Trina. I might be wrong, but when I Googled Trina and Beyonce, nothing came up. Now, we have seen Beyonce with Nicki Minaj. They've done the song together. We've seen Beyonce with Cardi B. We've seen Beyonce with Meg Thee Stallion. They're, you know, they're, I'm a savage, honey. That shit went viral. I've never seen Beyonce ever acknowledge Trina. So I wouldn't even acknowledge this situation if I was her. But you know, I'm, you know, she's she and I am me. Okay. So then after that, this morning, Trick Daddy took to his radio show to talk about all the drama that went down yesterday. And this is what he had to say on his radio show. Y'all go ahead and check this out. When I when I get on Clubhouse, a lot of my Clubhouse family, a lot of us, we, we crack jokes and we talk stuff about, to each other. But mostly we do, we do a lot of venting and we do a lot of uh, mind, you know, mind contributing about how we can make you know the world, the country, our cities, our homes better. They're gonna never record that. But what I said was, I don't think Beyonce could sing, and that Beyonce is to R and B what Jay Z is to the state of hip hop in New York at the time when Jay Z was began considering himself as 
the king of hip hop, the king of the goat of our um, rap, which is my opinion. And opinions like buttholes, without them, you'd be full of doodle. That's my unpopular opinion. Who are you? How you feel? If you got to walk around here worrying about how somebody else feel about how you feel, then you ain't who you are. That's my opinion. I said many times on the radio, oh, they're wonderful business people. Jigga made a lot of money. He got a whole lot of money. But did I say anything disrespectful? No. Did I call them out their names? No, I didn't. But, well, before I said that, to, to a lot of females, because they love Beyonce, I said she the lady Jesus Christ to them. Which is not a bad thing, actually. That's a compliment. But Jesus Christ is a powerful, loving person. But if you got a problem with being speaking your own mind, and I was a sucker, I apologize. <laughs> I ain't him. That's not me. That ain't what I do. All right. So you guys just heard what Trick Daddy Dallas had to say. First of all, I'm going to need 99 the Jams Miami to get him a better chair. All that squeaking and squawking came from him rocking back and forth in the chair. Y'all need to oil the chair or get him another chair. Y'all got to do something. We need to do something with this budget, okay? So his whole thing is he's entitled to his opinion and he didn't say anything disrespectful. And I do have to agree that he's definitely entitled to his opinion. And I think the scary thing about this whole situation is this so today's show sponsor is eweelife.com i've tried a lot of different omega-3 supplements and i have to say that ewe is one of the best i've ever used their secret is algae and it's on a whole nother level compared to plain fish oil fish and krill get their omega-3s by consuming algae that makes algae the original and best source of omega-3s with ewe you skip the middle fish altogether. now you know the old saying that oil and water don't mix with ewe's form of algae it leads to 50% more absorption than fish, krill, and other algae oils. It is the world's highest absorption of any omega-3s, so don't be fooled by imitators. Not all algae is created equal. Ewe's patented formula goes straight into your bloodstream for more absorption and more health benefits. So give Ewe a try, and you're going to love it as much as I do. That's why I have arranged for all my listeners to get this amazing offer. You can only get it here for a limited time. You can save 30% off of your purchase by going to ewelife.com slash sipslow. Use promo code SIPSLOW at checkout and be sure to watch a really cool video that shows how Ewe is better absorbed by our bodies. Once again, that's I-W-I-L-I-F-E dot com slash sip slow these statements have not been evaluated by the food and drug administration this product is not intended to diagnose treat cure or prevent any disease so make sure you guys check them out when you get a chance oh beehive sheeple mentality that as soon as people hear something that they don't like they want to get upset of course he's been canceled to most of the internet um but then they want to troll and, and do all this crazy pack-like behavior, like trying to attack his restaurant and trying to attack his business, which I didn't think was okay. At the end of the day, I'm a huge Beyonce fan. Y'all know that. And I feel like most Beehive members, what people don't understand, a lot of you think that the Beehive members are like a bunch of teenagers, like, you know, 14, 15, absolutely not. Okay. Most, the average Beehive member, they're anywhere from late 25 
all the way to 40 plus. Because you got to realize Beyonce is from my generation. We watched Beyonce grow from this teenage. We were all around the same age. So we watched her and Destiny's Child grow from these teenagers into these women. So we go hard for Beyonce. We love Beyonce. She is our generation's Diana Ross, Nina Simone, to some of us, maybe not to all. So I, I get that. But I always find it funny when people just, you know, chop up this trolling behavior to children. It's not. Now, if this was like, you know, Taylor Swift or Billie Eilish, I can say, okay, maybe those fans were young. These Beyonce Beehive members be grown as fuck. Don't get it twisted. Some of them are your mamas and your fathers, okay, and your gay uncles and your, and your stud aunties, okay, trolling this man because of how much love people have for Beyonce. And I think another reason why people go so hard for Beyonce, and I don't agree with the pack mentality, but I'm just trying to break that, I guess, the, the psychology of all this shit. I think another reason why people go so hard for Beyonce is because she does not take up for herself publicly. One thing I really do like about Beyonce and I really admire is that as much scrutiny as she gets, as many people attack her, her family, her husband, her kids. I mean, poor Blue Ivy, when she was born, you know, once her hair started kinking up, they just roasted this girl because her hair wasn't done and all types of silly shit. You know what I'm saying? And one thing about Beyonce is she's never taken anything to the internet. She's never went off. She's never stepped off her throne. And that's one thing I really, really respect about her. I know she sees all this shit. She sees the stuff that the Beehive does. She sees the hate that she gets from certain people. But one thing about Beyonce, you never see her take to social media. You never see her step off her throne. You've never seen Beyonce cuss anybody out. Now, Solange, you know, Solange will cuss you out and, and go off on you. But Beyonce doesn't do that. And I think that's what helps the mystique of Beyonce. That's what helps to create this whole queenly image around her. People have literally turned Beyonce into, into a godlike, Christ-like figure, Okay. And it, it's, I just find the worship of her interesting, but also somewhat disturbing, okay? I had to keep it real. While I do love the fact that she does not take up for herself and she does not acknowledge negativity, she lets people say what they want. She's about her coins. And I do respect that part of her because one thing we get tired of is these celebrities ranting every other day on Instagram, on Twitter. And it's just like, who cares? If you're that upset, give back the celebrity fame, give back the money and go live an obscure life. Oh, you don't want to give that back. Okay, shut the fuck up. Folks are going to have opinions, okay? Beyonce's never allowed that to get to her, even though I'm sure it bothers her. But what does she do? She puts it in the music. When folks were attacking her about being in the Illuminati and talking about her daughter's hair, she came out with that song, Formation. You know, Beyonce always puts all her energy into her music. People don't make albums anymore. They don't make albums. Just try to sell a bunch of little quick singles and they burn out and they put out a new one and they burn out and they put out a new one. When I first started out, there was no internet people taking pictures of you and putting your personal life or exploiting your personal life as entertainment. I think people are so brainwashed. Nina Simone put out music. You loved her voice. That's what she wanted you to love. That's what That was her instrument. You didn't get brainwashed by her day-to-day -day life and what her child is wearing and who she's dating and, you know, all the things that really, it's not your business, you know? And it shouldn't influence the way you listen to the voice and the art.
but it does. I think Beyonce is a talented singer. I think she's a wonderful dancer. I mean, just her dance skills alone, especially in heels, is crazy. But I will say this, at the end of the day, I know people who don't think she's a good singer. I know people feel like she's not on the same level as a Mariah Carey or a Whitney Houston outside of Trick Daddy. You know, people are going to have their opinions. And I think when it comes to music, people have the right to be critical or not critical. And I think when we get to a point where we can't even say, you know what, I don't really like that person's music or I don't really think that person can sing without them being threatened. I think that's a little bit ridiculous, okay? I think she's a great singer. Mariah Carey's also one of my favorite singers. Hell, I also love Brandy and Monica. I think both of them can sing really well. You know, people have different tastes and different ears. And whereas I might think that Monica can sing, other people are like, no, she can't. She's no Whitney. You know, so it just depends on what your cup of tea is. So I don't think he was wrong for stating his opinion, but he added a lot of sauce to his statement where it made me feel like there's a little bit more underneath. It's almost like he was trying to diss Beyonce because where he was really trying to take it was to Jay-Z. His main issues with Jay-Z. Maybe Trick Daddy's upset because Jay-Z never rocked with him, reached out to him, jumped on a feature. Who knows? But it seems like he was using the Beyonce angle more to go after Jay-Z as well. And then also to get attention. Like, let's keep it real. A lot of these so-called influencers, uh, you know, rappers, people who are on social media, a lot of them are attention seekers. And they will do things just for a viral moment. And he was willing to take the heat and willing to get cussed out and have his Yelp page and Google reviews, you know what I'm saying, downtrodden. Because he knows at the end of the day, it's bringing people to give him what he was looking for, attention. Nobody is checking for this Hot Jams radio show from what I'm hearing. Some people watch it, but most people don't. Most people are not really checking for him and Trina in the morning. But once he said that about Beyonce, guess what? Everybody probably tuned in today. This is probably their most highest rated show because they wanted to know what Trick Daddy would have to say for himself. So a lot of times people do things and create drama because they know that the ends justifies the means. And I think that's the crazy part is that he knows what he's doing. He knows if I'm going to say publicly, regardless if Clubhouse can be recorded or so-called not recorded, he said it publicly. So he knew eventually something like that would get out. Like he says, when they talk about real stuff, when they talk about things for the community, somehow nobody records that shit and posts it on the shade room and makes it go viral. But as soon as he dissed Beyonce, that went all around the internet like wildfire. It was insane how much hate and animosity and vitriol were spewed at Trick Daddy. I mean, Twitter had a field day yesterday dragging him, the memes, the jokes. It was insane. His entire timeline on social media was just in shambles. Now, I do want to say this because, you know, I always like to leave with some food for thought on my podcast. Now, I don't care if you are a Beehive member, a Swifty, a Little Monsters, shout out to the Gaga people, a Belieber, okay, a, a, a Katie Cat, uh, a Barb, Barty Gang, a Hottie, okay? One thing I've noticed is that there's a very uncomfortable obsession with celebrities in this day and age. It's not even so much about even having an opinion or reading a magazine or following them on Twitter. It's like this fan worship. We could even call it a stand worship. And it's gotten worse over the years. 
you know, like I can just, because I've been covering social media and pop culture now for close to 10 years. I'm, I remember a time when these groups didn't even exist and then they all clicked up together and they just go around attacking each other and going back and forth, you know, just like with Barty gang and the barbs, they go back and forth and they have these battles on social media. It's insane. Just like the Swifties, they'll get into it with, you know, with the believers and, and the and the beehive members sometimes, the Swifties and the Katie Cats. It's crazy the drama that they have with each other against celebrities that don't even know that they exist. And I think that's the part that's very disturbing is that not only do we have grown adults who are celebrity obsessed, it's now trickled down to the children where now the children don't understand how to behave and they go harder for celebrities and they do their own parents. You say something about Taylor Swift, they will cuss your ass out. I have been cussed out by believers, children who are young enough to be my damn kids, who were younger than my kids, cussed me out when I did a video about Justin Bieber that they didn't like. I was all types of N-words and everything else. You know, the way that we've become so obsessed with these celebrities, it's very damaging and creepy. And when grown folks come together to simply troll and spread negativity, that is very, very disturbing. Because at the end of the day, while you're all hyped up and upset and writing these bad reviews and cussing out Trick Daddy and harassing the Golden State Warriors wife over a viral picture, guess who's not stressed about none of this shit? Ding, 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 ding. Queen Beyonce, she's on her damn Serta mattress, okay, knocked the hell out, enjoying her life. You know, and, and that's the thing I don't agree with is that we need to chill with this whole celebrity obsessed culture. Like, it should be where we have the right to disagree or say, well, I'm not really a fan of that person. Like, people get so upset because I'm not a fan of certain people. Why do you care? If you're a fan of that person, enjoy them, enjoy their music and go support them. You shouldn't give two shits if I'm not a fan of them or their work. But people will get very, very upset if you say that you don't like something that's made by their favorite celebrity. And I think that's really disturbing that we've gotten to that point. But I also feel like Trick Daddy knew what he was doing and that he was definitely looking for attention and that he was definitely looking to go viral. And he got that viral moment. And now let's see how long this lasts. Now, since this has gone viral, of course, neither Jay-Z or Beyonce have released a statement or spoken on it. They never do. Um, you know, but I do remember back when the lady got drugged, the Golden State Warriors wife, I remember when she got drugged and people were waiting for Beyonce to come out and say something because they were saying that her fan base was so toxic. Now, Beyonce and Jay-Z never addressed that situation, but their publicist did. And the publicist took to Instagram and she said this. I also want to speak here to the beautiful beehive. I know your love runs deep, but that love has to be given to every human. It will bring no joy to the person you love so much if you spew hate in her name. So that is what Beyonce's publicist had to come out and say to try and defuse the situation with the woman from the Golden State Warriors. Okay. Now I doubt there's going to be any type of press release, any type of diffusion for Trick Daddy. They don't care. They figure he's a rapper. He can handle the heat. Okay. So they're not going to do that for him. But I just want people to understand that there's nothing wrong with being a fan of somebody. Because like I said, I'm a fan of hers. I love her music. It's been just awesome to see her glow up and to see how much she's accomplished throughout my teenage years and adulthood. You know what I'm saying? I think she's a decent role model, you know, 
Illuminati jokes aside, I mean, I don't have any particular issues towards Beyonce. Um, she's never embroiled in a bunch of bullshit. A lot of the stuff that she gets embroiled in is due to other people. But I, I do like her. I do genuinely like her. And even when I went to go see her in concert, like I loved it. I had a good time. Everybody left on like a high. Everybody was just like super happy. Everybody was still singing the very last song. I'll never forget when the concert was ending, the last song that they did was Forever Young, which is one of my favorite Jay-Z songs, you know? And everybody was just singing it as we were leaving. Everybody was still singing it. Like the vibe was so dope. Forever Young, I want to be forever young. Like it was just a dope feeling. So they are definitely good at what they do. They're good with the music, the visuals. I've never heard anybody hit me up and say, T, do you want to go to a Trick Daddy concert? I don't know. I'm just saying, not trying to be shady. I've just never gotten that invite. Okay. So yeah, there might be a little bit of jealousy and animosity there from Trick Daddy. But I think at the end of the day, he's loving this attention. He ain't got this much. He ain't had this much attention since loving hip hop Miami. And even then, nobody watched the fucking show like that. He's He went viral. Literally, white mainstream artists are talking about Trick Daddy. Oh, he's loving this. Don't for a minute think that he's sad and bad somewhere. He is loving this. He even made Wendy's Hot Topics. So you know he knew what the hell he was damn doing. He's loving this attention. I say, well, hell, run with it, Trick Daddy. Do what you got to do. Let's see if you're hot next week and let's see if these same folks are talking about you next week. So this entire situation was just crazy just to watch everything play out. But like I said, you know, a lot of us are Beyonce fans, but I'm not going to be a worshiper or a stand of anybody. I refuse to do that. So y'all, half of this will be posted on YouTube. Y'all can leave a comment over there. The rest will be here. Thank you guys so much once again for tuning in to Tea Time Unfiltered with your girl, Lovely T. I got some more stuff in the works that I will definitely keep you guys posted about. But on that note, enjoy this Beyonce outro. And I'll talk to you guys later. Deuces. I'm so possessive, so I rock his rock necklaces. My daddy, Alabama. Mama, Louisiana. You mix that Negro with that Creole like a Texas Bama. Sauce in my bag. I see it. I want it. I Thank you for listening to today's show. Make sure you join us again soon. For all the latest tea, make sure you follow me on my social media pages. Just put in L O V E L Y T I on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube.